Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is Jennifer Yerzio. I am the founder. I am the founder and spiritual director of Soul Language, and this is Ask and Answered by Soul. This podcast is dedicated to providing you with tangible tools to embody your divinity and create a life based on freedom. Each podcast is focused on a topic that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. During each show, I ask an expert three key questions so you can understand that you're not alone on this journey, that your soul is the key to forming a life full of abundance, purpose, and passion. The goal of each interview is for you to take away a practice that you can do right now to change your life and understand what assistance is out there in the universe to support you. And today I'm with Claire Hefferwin. And we are talking about learning to lead with intuition and follow with data. Hi, Claire. Hi there. I freak for having me today. You're so welcome. I I love this topic because a I love intuition. And before I ask you, before we go into that, let me ask the first question I ask everyone: What has your soul shared with you throughout your journey? <laughs> uh, I would say that it's that you have it all within you, within me. I, I uh, um, historically have been heady, as in I lead with my brain, and I am learning more and more as an entrepreneur to lead with my body and my, and my spirit. Love that. So everyone kind of knows what, anyone who's listening to this podcast should know what intuition is, but what do we mean by data? Let's start there because that, really fascinates me. Sure. So I live in the world of branding, brand marketing, which is the beginning of the, it's the beginning portion of marketing. And so I've been in this industry for 30 years. And what that brings is a natural ability to uh, extract uh, from conversations, the questions that people don't know to ask as in you don't know what you don't know. And so I can lead and trust my brain and my body that my intuition knows and it is fine-tuned. It's a muscle. I know how to do branding. But you don't necessarily hire someone just for the intuition. You need to actually prove your worth. And, and that comes through data. So when we deliver, when we work in, when we work in this business, I always follow up and say, look, let's look at your analytics. Let's look at your, your drop-off rates. Let's look, let's look at your ROI. Let's look at your statistics that show that people are actually reading the content that we create for you to, so that you can feel clear that you're reaching your audience. Love that. So how does someone start to listen to their intuition, especially in doing their marketing and in their business? Sure. So that, that's what I love so much is that I, I work in purpose-driven, meaning that as a human being, we all have a desire to create a legacy, to make a difference in the world. And I think so much of spirit has to do with getting quiet and listening to that voice, whether you call it soul, spirit, intuition, it's, it's what comes up when you actually create some space in your day. Right. And so what might that sound like? What, what might you hear? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, sure. What might you hear? Uh, when I think about that, it's, uh, I'll use myself as an example. I, I've always wanted, uh, I'm a lifelong learner. So what can I learn next? What can I get curious about? If you look at getting quiet like that of what am I hearing? 
And do I choose to pause for a moment to actually acknowledge sort of the, the slight tap on your shoulder and say, oh, I felt that. Do I choose to pause for a moment and listen? And then do I agree with the voice or not? And do I want to take action on it or not? So it may bring up someone's name for you. It might say, hey, I want you to listen about this river, what's happening at this river, or what's happening in terms of inclusion. Do your clients actually feel like they belong? Does your service make a difference in the world? So there's so many ways to grow a purpose-driven uh, brand. And these are all options. And many of the, you know, you can look at the 18 global crises and say, what, which resonate with me? So when you get quiet, you may hear, wow, that's kind of interesting. Let me, let me dig in a little more and see if that's where I want to put my focus. And then from saying, yes, maybe I want to check out three of the 18 crises from there, you can start to, you can commit to learning about those and saying, what speaks to me? What am I, what am I hearing when I get quiet that says, go deeper? It's the deep stuff that super lights me up and, and lights up the folks that I work with. Agreed. That's what lights me up too. When you talk about <laughs> world crisis, can you give us an example about what you mean by world crises? Sure. It, it can be climate, climate change. It can be sustainability around our, our water resources or our land resources. It can be hunger. It can be homelessness. It can be something in your backyard where in my community, I live in an affluent community, but it's very polar and we have a, a problem with cost of living here for the locals. So how, how are you called to serve essentially? And not only as an individual, but hopefully also through your business. And what if a purpose-driven business is a little more, how do I say, universal than, you know, what if it's a more kind of, I want to say grandiose, but I don't mean that. But like, what if that person-driven business is really about developing internal peace and or developing internal love? How does that translate into helping the global crisis or one of the five? Um, perfect. I mean, um, again, I'll maybe relate to myself. So my, my purpose, my individual purpose is to daringly advocate for access to nature, for healing and inspiration. And that is because I found that when I was in crisis or when I was a workaholic, I didn't feel grounded. I didn't have that ability to get quiet. So I would go to nature for that and nature, nature, spirit, universe would speak to me and, and give me that peace again. So I rolled that into my business to say the more purpose-driven brands I can create, the likelihood of more human beings stepping into nature and, and having the ability to access that, that same healing or inspiration. So I can internally with my team, I can say, I'm committed to you not becoming a workaholic on my clock. I'm committed to you taking meditation breaks. I speak to my team around, uh, you know, health and mental health and physical health. So I think it's just fine. It doesn't have to be, um, a very specific, you just, it's about telling the story and being clear and transparent in your story. I, I do business with humans, mm -hmm. uh, humans within companies. 
So I always look to say, do we, you know, do we align in values? Do we have an energy between us that is a resonation instead of a validation? Love it. And for a second there, I was like, oh, you're talking to your teams. She means that her actual human teams, not the internal teams we talk a lot about here. Uh, but I, and I love that because I think that's really important. I think so often um, we kind of are moving so fast that we don't really kind of practice what we preach throughout our human teams that we work with and including ourselves. Mm-hmm. Well, and I just had a little uh, internal giggle to myself because sometimes I am talking to myself. <laughs> I, I love uh, neurology and I believe uh, as one of the, my men- mentors is, or not mentor, inspiration, Dr. Jill Bolte-Taylor talks that we don't have one brain, we have four, the four quadrants of our brain, and they're almost four different personalities. And I have learned when the scarcity fear I've named her Clarice speaking, or when my type A driver, Maleficent, is speaking. Maleficent wakes me up in the middle of the night to say, we have to do this, this, and this. And I say, thanks, Millie. I appreciate it. We're sleeping another four hours. <laughs> so it's also okay to have a conversation. And the right side of my brain is much about, about possibility and about present opportunity and being instead of doing. So I will hear those different players. And when you bring them to the forefront, they they need to agree. And it's just mm. a matter of making sure that one of the four is not dominating your life, that together it's beautiful. But if one is dominating your life, it's it's not very harmonious and it's hard to be. I love that. How do some, sometimes people uh, misinterpret their intuition or the data. Misinterpret it. Um, made me think that we have, uh, we all have a bias, you know, our rose tinted glasses. And I have seen uh, denial of mm-hmm. reading, reading the numbers. So you, you can't ignore the numbers. What you can, if you don't like them, sometimes that happens. They say, Oh, I don't, I don't like those numbers. Let's look at different numbers. Uh, but what it, what I, transition it to is it's an opportunity to look inside of those numbers to say, what are the opportunities here? What are we seeing? Who are we interacting with? As well as to be, be um, use that as an opportunity to focus the content that you're creating for me in the branding world as we're creating content for our audience. So are we putting our efforts in the right places and, and feeling both intuition and data looking at both of those together, what opportunity, what results and opportunities do we see that we can move forward with? Love that. So what has been the big question you've been asking yourself lately? (laughs) Um, I would say that I am in, in a transition myself of moving from a family raised looking for external validation, prove your case, come to the table, always prepared, control your environment to this resonation that I speak of. So I'm no longer trying to prove anything. I am trying to step it, not trying. I am in the arena of leaders that say, we want to make a difference. We want to show up for each other. We want to create legacy. Um, and I'm, it's, it's the, you know, it's wonderful and challenging to learn and to ask for that. And I feel like I'm in a year of quantum growth. Uh, looking back at even the last 10 years, it has clearly teed me up for this moment. And so in this time, 
I'm a big believer in uh, Kaizen. In fact, I have a tattoo that says it on, on my arm, which means always learning. But sometimes I go, just give me the answer. <laughs> like, yeah. Tell me what to do. Because the, the intellectual person in me is like, tell me what to do so I can do it right. And there's a difference between right and listening and listening. And so I am adding into my intellectual, I'm adding in that spiritual piece that says it is an equally valid piece of data. Love it. <laughs> Yeah, I sometimes go, just tell me the movie you want me to see and I will see it. <laughs> Meaning like there's just, you know, sometimes the divine gives us that huge picture and I'm like, I get it, but I can't get there. What's the first step? And that's always what I mean by that. Like what really is the first step that I'm, that I'm, I'm at present with that I can be capable with that I can take versus trying to freak myself out by the huge big picture that the divine is showing us from our, our conversation today. What do you want people to remember? What do you want them to walk away with? Um, hmm. I guess that get quiet. The, uh, I know, I know myself as my, I know my, one of my soul languages is the huntress, which means that I seek and gather And that's that, give me the answer. Let me have it. Let me keep collecting. And then I laser focus and I go. So I think we have a lot of information. We're constantly being onslaught by it. And if you can integrate into your day, if not week, a chunk of time where you can turn all that intake off with exception to the spirit and and get quiet and listen, that is done profound provide a profound opportunities for me. Yeah, I agree. And here's the thing. If you guys can't get there, like you can't have that like Zen moment, go and wash the dishes, go and take a shower, right? Those things will keep your body busy. So you can then hear what or feel or see or sense, depending how your intuition is speaking with you, what it's been relaying to you you know, for some time, but you've been too busy to really notice. Mm -hmm. So Claire, how do people get in touch with you? Uh, You can find me on LinkedIn for business. Uh, If you are looking to be inspired, you can follow me personally on Instagram. My handle there is freckled clariosity. I'm an open book. I love, I love meeting human beings and, and yes, let's do it. Love it. And my last question is, if you were a magnet on whatever you call your higher powers refrigerator, what would your magnet say? (laughs) Kaizen. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Well, I want to thank you so much for spending your time with us today and really sharing your wisdom and, and being the kind of voice of intuition reason that you, that you are out in the world. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Always a pleasure to spend time with you. Thank you. Everyone, you've been listening to Ask and Answered by Soul. And of course, I'm Jennifer Rizzio. The Ask and Answered by Soul podcast is dedicated to helping you understand that your soul is the answer. If you're interested in learning more about the answers of your soul, you can secure your free sacred practice tool at soullanguage.us forward slash sacred practice. Please feel free to share this podcast with your community. Leave a comment leave a review, contact me directly, but most importantly, contact my amazing guests because they rock. 
And there's a wealth of information. And if you resonate, take it to the next level and reach out. Thanks everyone for listening and bye for now. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for season two of the Wanna Bet podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that season two starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric Acid. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are. And live in a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An Electric Cast production. See you there.